what is going on the clover tech crew and my ghost squad welcome to the ghost and clover podcast this is episode number 13 today's date is sunday august 20th 2023 this podcast is being recorded in front of a live well, i wouldn't say studio but a live virtual audience and being streamed to over 150 countries worldwide my name is Trey with Ghost Tactical, and I'll be your favorite neighborhood librarian tonight. We only have two rules in this library. One, you must make as much noise as you can. And two, you are not allowed to turn in your books on time. Other than that, let's have some fun. This episode is powered by our great friends over at EAA, or European American Army Corporation. And we are very, very happy to have them on board. Thank you to all of the people that support Clover and myself. Uh, through our channels, whether it's on Patreon or YouTube memberships or using our affiliate links or Amazon or just showing up to shows like this and being an active participant. If you are here in the live studio audience, remember the third segment of this podcast is the random viewer topic, which means you guys will get a chance to, one of you will get a chance to give us the third topic. And all you have to do to be registered to in, be eligible to do that is say anything in the chat throughout this entire show just say anything and you are going to be uh well the atf is collecting names so we'll let the atf uh decide who gets the third viewer topic we will be uh talking a little bit about that before we move on any uh before we move on to anything else let's bring in clover what is going on amigo how are you yo hey there hi there ho there hi there hey there ho there yeah how you doing you fighting wasps again uh man they seem to know what time it is or something i don't understand they got my podcast schedule apparently i don't get it but it's like two minutes before you click the button like two of them started dive bombing it's like what the crap's yeah. going on yeah yeah well were they yelling bonsai when they were dive bombing oh i'm sorry that was uh, I, no i don't think so <laughs> Oh, man, alive. Well, guys, we're going to be out here. We're going to bring, if you're new to this podcast, new to the show, uh, basically what this is is a, uh, a conversation. And we have each bring a topic to the podcast, but neither doesn't know what we're going to talk about. So Clover's going to have the first topic tonight. I'm going to find out what that topic is as soon as you do. So we each have our own topic. And then, like I said, our third topic is going to be brought to you by Taurus. We'll talk a little bit about EAA and Taurus later on the podcast. But they're going to be the, the random viewer topic will be the third segment. So, um, Clove, right. I think you've got the first topic tonight, my man. Me? Me, you say? Oh, I do. So I want to take this. Uh, I want to go down a movie road. But I want to go down oh, a very... Okay. I want to go down a very, a fairly specific movie road. I want to talk. Oh. I want to talk movie bad guys. I want to talk movie villains. But, but, oh. no Darth Vader or Thanos. No, I want to take. I want to take fantasy and superhero stuff out of it. We're talking about just could be really bad, really bad dudes that could be real bad dudes. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so you're talking more like 
I don't oh, just throw uh, so many. like Hannibal Lecter, exactly. Voldemort, you know, nope. Norman Bates, all those kind of people like are not Voldemort. Right? Voldemort is fantasy. And okay, Bates, that because, okay. So yeah, that's all yeah. wizards and crap. That's no, no, no. Yeah. Okay, I, no. I feel you on that one. I feel right? you on that one. So, you know, Hannibal Lecter, um, the dude from No Country from Old Men, <laughs> right? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, now, let me else? ask you a question. Would you consider Biff from Back to the Future as a bad guy? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of a, he's more, that's more of a, like a comedic type bad guy, I guess. Uh, yeah. but, I mean, he definitely was the uh, antagonist, right? Until the very end, right? Well, yeah. but he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the antagonist um, usually gets yeah. their dues. Yeah. This is true. This is true. This is true. Uh, I'm going to let you drive this bus here. Um, are we going to talk favorite or what do you want to talk about? We don't necessarily have to go favorite. I wouldn't, you know, because it's kind of, I've had a little time to think about it. You're getting put on the spot. The folks out there in the audience obviously are getting put I on am. And there may be some, some you bring up, some you bring up I haven't thought about. There may be some that the uh, the uh, audience out there brings up that maybe I haven't thought about. I don't think I've really seen any yet. But um, maybe let's go through five apiece or something. Yeah. Now, can we? Now, let me ask you this before because I've got a list compiling in my head. Are like horror films okay? No. No. Okay, so no horror. Not if films. they're like a back from the dead, been shot, burned, buried, shot into well, space. That's like, <laughs> no, it's not. Norman Bates would not be. Okay, you're right about that. But like Michael Myers and Jason and Freddie, they're off that's, the table. That's fantasy, you know, yep. whatever okay. however you want right. to whatever you want to call that. It's not I'm talking about dudes that there could be a dude in real life, or chick for that matter. Let's not be sexist too. Sure. Yeah, uh, that sure. like could seriously be that horrible vile of a person. And we all know that humans are capable of that mess. So uh, that's, yeah. I figured that's what would make this more interesting is realistic movie villains, let's say, or, or at least, sure. and at least antagonists. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are we going to go like from like from five to one or are we just going to throw them out? It doesn't, there? it doesn't matter. We'll just go with five. You'll okay. start off with uh, like the first one. Okay. Yeah, Cause I don't know if I have time to like rank them in my head. I'm just going to think of like the five, nah, man, um, that'll give us 10 and, and we can use the chat to, to cheat out there. The live chat. To absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. My first one is, is a movie that I love. Um, and I, a lot of people may not, um, know much about this movie um but it's the movie's called a clockwork orange and, and the antagonist mm -hmm. in that is named alex and if you've ever seen a clockwork orange that is truly one of the most evil people you'll ever see in a movie so i'm going to say alex from a clockwork orange i just kind of that's one of the very first ones that popped in my head uh was alex from a clockwork orange hmm. okay okay um yeah very very evil person i mean all sorts of stuff but if you've ever seen a clockwork it's a great movie by the way i think it's a stanley kubrick movie but um right great movie with yeah. alex but alex yeah. is a different dude man <laughs> right um i'm i'm not getting the and i don't think he had a name but my first 
Man, there's so many good ones out there in the chat. I'll probably bring those up, but I want to get a couple knocked out. <laughs> Defense stats and Roscoe Pico train. That's valid. That's valid. That is. That's that's uh, fair. That is, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't. He often helped the Duke boys and and he yeah, I would say more boss hard than Roscoe, you know. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Uh, but even sometimes boss, you know, boss and Uncle Jesse were kind of yeah. friends in a way. The boss so, was more of the antagonist of that. Oh show, yeah, you know? oh yeah, yeah. There wasn't any true like uh, realistic. I, I want to take it down the road of like super villain, but in a more realistic way, right? So these people are got to yeah. be evil. Um, I can't think of the name, and I don't think he had a name in the movie, but. Uh, Kevin Spacey in Seven, right? Oh, what a great movie! By the way, like what just a, yeah, I know that hundred percent. Oh man, just evil. So that that's I'm gonna yeah. go with that as number one. Um, Chase out there's got Buford T. Justice, another one of those. It's like, dude, that's on my list. I literally yeah. wrote down, and I was gonna say that was yeah. my next one is Buford T. Yeah. Justice from Smoking yeah. Again at Jackson Gleason. 100%. I don't think he. I don't think he holds up in a room with Hannibal Lecter. But I hear you. <laughs> no, and, and you son of a bitch. That's you know. But yeah, um, he's on your list. That's how, I, I uh, figured he would be. And that's valid. Yeah. Is that your number two? Uh, I'm. I'll, I'll go. Um, so no, I went starting like from five. So Alex was oh, Clockwork Orange. Buford T. Just was number four. That's my second pick. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna go. You're gonna go um, Buford T. Okay, I'm gonna go Buford T. Justice. Yep. Okay. Um, man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Hans Gruber. Man, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I that that's that's pretty, pretty that is. Um, I I you know you you want to put that on the list. Every it's probably on everyone's list, right? I mean, let's just yeah. be honest. That's probably on everyone's list. I didn't put it on mine because I'm trying to go off the top of my head of of people that might not first come to mind, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Hans Gruber might be the greatest villain ever. Uh, a villain you love to hate almost, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, my third one or? is going to be Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, Hannibal Lecter from Ballad. Silence of the Lambs. I think that's uh, that's valid. A, that's a, that's a be as about as solid as they come, you know. Yeah, valid, valid. Um, which he kind of that's weird because he was a villain, but then at the same time, like was he? Like he was oh, definitely he was absolutely the, villain, but but once again, a, a helpful villain maybe. Um, yeah. Maybe Buffalo Bill. Uh, w w let's just say Silence of the Lambs. You can go. He was, he was definitely an evil man, right? Bill. Yeah, he was definitely yeah. an evil man, and I guess even even evil men could, could be helpful in some capacity, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'll go Hannibal. This will be my 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 third one. Yeah, uh, I'm just scrolling through. Uh, oh man, Mike out there says he hadn't seen uh, Clockwork Orange in uh, years. I'd be worth a uh, watch. Uh, number three, it's, it's, I'm gonna it's, go. It's movie. Yeah. Number three, yeah. I'm gonna break the mold, and I'm gonna break the mold here because we think like realistic supervillain, evil person, blah blah blah, and we think we think yeah. we gender shame. We think men, right? Uh, uh -huh. Let's be let's be honest. Uh, I'm gonna break out a chick, man. Uh, okay, Kathy Bates in Misery. Ooh. 
right? When she's got when she's got what's his name strapped on that bed and like oh. breaking his. Oh yeah. man, yeah. Now, that's that the movie oh. that made her famous. I think that's the movie that made her famous. Was it not? I, I want. I might be wrong about that. I don't think so. I see. I think she had okay. been around in quite a few other things before that. Was uh, was that before? Still Magnolias was that before? Was it still Magnolia? It wasn't still Magnolias. You want to think? Uh, fried green tomatoes. Fried green tomatoes. I want to say it was, but don't get me lying. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember either. But she's been around the block. Kathy Bates has. She's been in a yeah. lot of stuff. So, yeah, uh, I would, I would, uh, I wouldn't take that bet that that was. Yeah. Okay. That was first anyway. Now, Gunpowder Beauty brings us one I thought about. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio's role oh, Calvin yeah. Candy and Django Unchained. That uh, was a, that was a, but I didn't put him on the list. I didn't let me put tell you, let me tell you another one antagonist for DiCaprio, Wolf of Wall Street, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So um, the Joker is maybe a top three of all time, but we're not going fantasy and all that stuff. So yeah, no I, fantasy, yeah, that. no fantasy superhero weirdo stuff like somebody yeah. that could legit be you know anybody that's wearing makeup and yeah crazy things like that's you no know, and bat suits like that's not realistic so let's stay in the yeah. realm of realistic evil yeah. so fourth we're on the are we on the fourth fourth one for me i'm gonna go i'm gonna keep going um nurse ratchet from one who flies over the cuckoo's nest <laughs> heck yeah nurse ratchet was oh man yeah 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 wow yeah um yeah yeah definitely man um yeah where are we at which one we're uh your fourth two, one four for me hmm man i'm gonna i'm gonna we started this chick train with with kathy bates man and now hey, 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 hey chick train that, that well yeah, whatever <laughs> you know joking. what i mean this trend the chick trend uh, but yes what? You yeah. know how I feel about trains, anyway, bro. So this is barns. true. Yeah, you you're barns. not a big you're not a big fan of trains, especially when they come close to barns. That's true. Um, yeah, let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on that because I, I I got one in mind, and it's a dude. So let's let's go this let's go this other route. Um, dude. Uh, what is the movie, man? What is the movie? Help me out out there, because it's Glenn Close, and she like cooks the bulls of rabbit. Like, oh, you're talking about Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction. That is it. Michael yeah. Douglas, right? Michael Douglas. Yeah. And I was thinking, I was That's thinking really of two. I was actually thinking of two chicks. I'll save one if you don't mention the other one. We'll throw in an alternate okay. here in a little bit. All right. And some people out there may not have seen that movie epic, so I, I would mention. And uh, ah, that chick pretty evil too, and a realistic type scenario so yeah four i'm gonna go with glenn close fatal attraction that's a good one uh ironically she fires joined in and says i'm joining the chick trend there you go there you go um my number one i mean i don't know if it's number one or not but my <laughs> right uh but it might be it very well it might or no order be. yeah might or no order yeah very well very well could be uh is jack torrance played by jack nicholson in the shining yeah Oh my God! Yeah, um, that's epic, man. That's yeah. that's. If you've never seen The Shining, guys, wow. um, man, go go enjoy that one. 
<laughs> so so you've got man, you've got two that Nicholson was in. What you got one flew over the cuckoo's nest and the shining. Man. Yes, yes. I'm trying to think. It, Who it, are your doesn't other Jack ones? Nicholson play like the greatest bad guy ever? I mean, he played the original, you know, in movie Joker. Yeah. Um, you know, he I loved him in it, but he was the antagonist, quote unquote, in a few good men. Maybe mm-hmm. his best role ever, uh, in my oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, so you know, I, I think you can put Jack into a lot of different categories, right? Right. Um, I'm gonna go back. We were, we were, we were just, um, we were just spitballing earlier, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the uh, actor's name, but uh, the dude from No Country for Old Men, like he's pretty. That's was pretty cold. Oh yeah, um, stoic face, just like didn't he? Um, lips, like he didn't care. Oh crap! Um, was it was it Anton? Anton, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. that was a that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yep. So uh, an alternate. And Marcus out there must come in late. No, Michael Myers, man. We're not talking about superhero-ish or like any kind of fantasy world. We're talking folks that they literally could be your neighbor or live in your same town. Yeah. Like as crazy as the stories are that the movies they're in are, are as evil as they are, it's realistic stuff that they're doing. And Kill Bill would yeah. be one of those borderline things too. I think um, yeah. Gunpowder mentioned uh, what's your Thurman. Uma Thurman, yeah, yeah, I I can see that. I can see that one. Or who was the other chick um, in the? Was that Lucy Liu? Lucy Liu, yeah, yeah. The other one, yeah. Anyway, uh, you got an alternate of any kind you can think? An of? alternate? I tell you one. It, it's 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 a great movie, and, and I haven't seen it in a while. Um, but I it was one of the ones that first popped in my head. Um, and then I'd start thinking of better ones, but one of the first ones that popped to my head was, and I don't know this character's name, so you're going to have to forgive me, but it was Denzel Washington in Training Day. Oh, um, oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I his character's name, but he, that oh, was a great, I, I know that Denzel plays yeah. Denzel in every movie, but yeah. that one was a really good one. Yeah. Really good one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the whole reason I said, well, first of all, we, we needed to burn a few extra minutes of time, sure. but, uh, uh, one of the reasons I mentioned an alternate is, uh, Rebecca de Mornay hand that rocks the cradle. Oh, hand that rocks the cradle. Oh my one. God. If y'all one. haven't seen that and you want to see a messed up evil chick, like, yeah, there you go. Like the crazy yeah, I, stuff. I, I, I'm afraid of getting a YouTube strike just talking about the crazy stuff she does. But man, I haven't thought about that movie <laughs> in forever. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. It's pretty crazy for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's yeah. a good one. Oh man, him that rocks the cradle. That's a great one, actually. So I had what did I have? I don't remember. I had uh, Anton from No Country for Old Men, Rebecca De Mornay, uh, Kathy Bates. Uh, somebody out there in the chat mentioned John Doe. He didn't have a name. Kevin Spacey from Oh, from Seven. Yeah, from Seven. What's my other one? Somebody out there help me. I can't. Oh, Hans Gruber. Duh. Hans Gruber. I don't remember my first one. Yeah. Oh, Alex. Uh, Alex from yeah. Clockwork Orange. Clockwork, Clockwork, Clockwork Orange. Yeah. And I got Buford T. Justice from Smoking the Bandit. Hannibal Lecter. Nurse Ratchet and Jack Nicholson from Shining. And my um. 
alternate is Denzel from Training Day. Those are pretty solid, man. Those are pretty solid. Consider we took all fantasy sci-fi stuff out. I think that's a pretty solid list. Yeah, uh, I would I would hate to live in the town that all of those folks lived in. Oh yeah, that would yeah, not be sure. that would not be a place you would want to be. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm looking yeah. up here, um, seeing if we missed anything. Um, Doctor Evil from Mike Myers is what Ozzy that's, said. That's funny. One million, I mean, one hundred billion dollars. One billion dollars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the sheriff and the uh, what's his name? Oh man, from the first from uh, first blood or whatever. Um, oh, Brian Dennehy. Brian Dennehy. Yeah, that's yeah, a good. Woods yeah. Woods mentioned that. Like, yeah, that's a he solid also one. menaced. He also Ozzy also menaced Goldfinger um, and James Bond Goldfinger. That's a great one. Goldfinger was. Uh, maybe the greatest song um, for any movie ever was Goldfinger. It's uh, definitely my favorite Bond song for sure. Oh, Tony Montana. Tony Montana. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, man, we could have gone down. We could have gone down. We could have done bad guys just from the Godfather trio, you know. <laughs> this is true. Um, you know, if we wanted well, to go down. I wanted to specialize it because, you know, if we went broad and just said, oh, the antagonist, oh, the, you know, yeah. movie, movie villains, then you get Darth Vader. You get Thanos, uh, the number one, hands down. You know what I mean? I mean, you get yeah. like, let's go, let's go truly scary. I mean, are we really, I like, I love Darth Vader. First of all, you do too. Yeah. Right. No, like he's my favorite character. Me, ever. He, he is, was the chosen one. He is the hero of the, uh, mm -hmm. uh, of the saga there. But, um, um, you know, when you look at like Thanos, when you look at I'm trying to think of anything else, it's like, you know, What's another one that's like fantasy land stuff, right? Um, when you look at those, Mike Myers, right, or Jason Voorhees, let's go down that road yeah. for a second. Yeah, I would have even gone even to a certain extent Lex Luthor and Superman, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, when you start going down that road of like, you know, some fantasy type stuff, then the Joker like, obviously would have been up there with Batman, right? Oh, yeah, 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 right, right. You know, that's, are you really scared? Does that really scare you? Because there's, there's, could be actually people out there like that. Yeah. You know, the ones I wanted to put on the list is the ones to think about. Like, like be, Hannibal Lecter is a truly terrifying yeah, character. That could, that could know? all be real stuff. Like everyone Absolutely. we mentioned could be an absolute real person right now out there doing some evil stuff. And it's, it's scary to think that the, the human yeah. genome or whatever <laughs> has that type of capacity. Absolutely. Uh, but it does, unfortunately. Oh, so. forgot about one of my favorites ever. Ricardo Montalban is Khan in Wrath of Khan. That would have been a great That's one. That's a great one. Khan! That's a great one. Sci-fi, um, unfortunately. Yeah. Sci-fi, yep. And, and Wood's TV show. One of my favorite TV series ever is Dexter. And John Lithgow and Dexter, 100%. Uh, fantastic antagonist. If you guys have never seen Dexter, do yourself a favor. One of the greatest shows that has ever happened. Um, I'm just going to give it, it. It sounds crazy, but it's a great show. Little little quick synopsis. It's a serial killer that moonlights as a forensic scientist for a police department trying to catch the serial killer. It's amazing. It's great. It's not funny. It's dark. Uh, by the way, speaking of dark and Hannibal Lecter, have you ever seen 
the show Hannibal? Have you ever started watching that? No. It I is truly one of the greatest shows ever, but it is dark, bro. Like I, I, I stopped watching it in the middle of season two. Like I've got a pretty sick sense of humor and I've got a sick mind. Uh, it got too dark for me. I, I just stopped watching. It got to that point. I was like, okay, I'm done. Uh, right. This the first season was incredible, incredible. Right. Uh, yeah. Speaking of sick minds, I seen uh, Chase from EAA out there earlier. Yeah, he's out is. there. But uh, yeah, it's about that time to uh, pay some bills. Talk about EAA, and I've got something from EAA, or honestly from Gerson via EAA. I guess you yeah. Could say. Uh, waiting at the gun shop right now. So I do too. I got a call yesterday, Friday, and I said I'll pick it up Monday. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not even a hundred percent sure what it is, uh, but. Um, I, you know, I don't even know that I'll get it picked up this week. It may be, you know, next Saturday or this coming Saturday, whatever, a week from yesterday before I get a chance to yeah. even pick mine up. So, yeah. um, but yeah, a lot of cool stuff coming out. What we're picking up, we can't even talk about for another, what, month or plus. Month or um, month and a half, probably, yeah. That being said, we can uh, talk about and confirm the uh, 2311 witness, which a lot of people have been waiting on. Not EAA's fault, not Gerson's fault. Thank your, uh, kind of like, thank your local sheriff. Thank your federal government. Uh, thank your for, bureaucrats. Yeah, for dragging their feet and making that a, a bigger pain than it should be, getting all of the, those models in. Uh, but uh, talking with Chase the other day, I'm sure you probably did too. And they said they were. I haven't talked with Chase. Well, I've, been, I've been a little busy. I haven't talked with Chase in, in a week or two. So basically, and, and I don't think he's going to mind me putting this out because they've kind of said that before. But uh, you know, they're gonna they're gonna roll them out. Um, you know, they they're not going to be able to roll them all out. I don't think all at one time. You know, into distributors yeah. and stuff like that. So over the next few months, though, you should start seeing, and by the end of the year, hopefully, see all the different variants of the uh, Witness twenty three eleven. And if you're not familiar with that, it's the double stack in nine millimeter, ten millimeter, and forty five ACP. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, the awesome one I'm looking forward to is the CloverTac model, of course, the uh, six inch, ten millimeter. Um, witness twenty three eleven. So you're probably like the little stubby short carry version. I like I like the 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 four and what is it a four and a quarter four and a half inch yeah uh, compact nine millimeter. Obviously, I love me a good ten millimeter, but uh, man, yeah, we're all looking forward to that. Uh, Chase says that the secret squirrel goes live October second. So there you go. Yeah, uh, be on the lookout for that on October second. But yeah. No, I mean, obviously, I mean, talk about a year, bro. Like, how about a year for EAA? You know, right. um, you know, unleashing and, and, and unveiling the Witness 2311 at SHOT Show, getting people at Range Day with hands on it, shooting it, obviously unveiling the MC14, uh, that the, the tip-up barrel, oh. at, you know, at NRAM. And by the way, oh, I'm telling you, we've been saying this before, and this is not because Chase is a friend of ours or whatever, if that gun doesn't win gun of the year, then something is wrong. If you're out there and you're looking for a great carry gun uh, for anyone of any strength ability, go to your local gun shop. Tell them you want to get the Gerson MC14T. It is unbelievable. Yeah, even if you don't need need the tip up barrel, I mean, you don't even have to use it. It's That's just cool. You don't have to use it, but it's still cool. It is. So uh, cool. It is, man, it just, it's a 380, but a lot of folks don't realize even a larger 380 can be snappy. Oh, yeah. uh, 
case in point, bread of cheetahs. And uh, the MC-14, man, it feels this better. It shoots cool. better. It just, I've verified that. You know, right now, the only reason it hasn't made my carry rotation yet, uh, it's kind of we like we were talking about, I think, on your show uh, this last week or maybe the week before about, you know, what do you go through when you add yeah. something to that rotation? And it just, it hasn't had the trigger dive. It hasn't put enough rounds down range yet. It hasn't, it hasn't underperformed or screwed up or did anything, right? It's just, mm -hmm. it hasn't. It hasn't earned its place yet, if that makes sense. And I fully see it earning its place before the end of the year. If I can get kind of under out from underneath a bunch of crap right now and actually get out on the range with it and put more rounds down the pipe, uh, yeah. the quicker I can do that, the quicker I would be able to say, okay, I trust this thing now. Uh, not a problem. Yeah. And like I said, I don't have a reason now not to trust it. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, uh, the, the more I put in it, the more trust I can put in it. Or the more I put through it, the more trust I can put in it. And that's kind of my take on uh, carry guns. But it definitely has the uh, it, it has the chops for sure. Yeah, no, it's it's a great gun. Um, honestly, let's just be honest. I have yet to find something that comes from Gerson that I haven't loved. Yeah. Um, so, um, yep. yeah, uh, it's, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal so, gun. And, and then I love the fact that Gerson listens to EAA on, on helping of the design. That really is nice as well. Yeah, it's always, and you don't see that uh, very often with, uh, with yeah. importers. But uh, before we get to your topic, we uh, yeah. just remind everybody, everybody, we got quite a few out there in the live chat. If you are in replay, we love you. But uh, you need to come over and listen live because this is where the party happens. This is where everybody has the most fun. Uh, let them know out there let them, in the uh, live chat, hoop and holler, and, and let everybody know what they're missing. But uh, one thing that you're missing uh, is uh, the viewer-driven segment or viewer uh, uh, topic. Uh, somebody out there in the live audience is going to be chosen here in a minute uh, or two or ten or twenty to uh, pick the last topic of the evening. It can be pretty much anything. Uh, we reserve the right, obviously, to refuse certain topics for uh, platform policy reasons and, and you know, maybe some other personal reasons or other things. But uh, for the most part, it's going to be fair game. Uh, and if you want the uh, shot at uh, picking that topic, well, all you got to do is say something. And you can literally say something, the word, in the literally. live chat. That's all it Order takes. Anything. Yeah. Just say hi. Just type some question marks. Throw an emoji even, I think, would probably work. But uh, uh, out there in the live chat, and uh, you'll have a shot at that. And uh, definitely make sure you are live in the podcast. Uh, and yeah. you'll know that if you mouse over the screen and uh, the little live thing is not red, that means you're not live. So refresh, get caught up, whatever. Uh, and also, uh, if we do call your name, get us a topic pretty quick. Don't hold up the show. So with and that. Like we say, like, we say, like the topics pretty much fair game unless it's going to get us kicked off of youtube so um or any podcast platforms we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about most things you know clover we've actually had uh, a topic early on in in the show that neither one of us were very familiar with and we still bullshitted our way kind of through it you know oh i'm good at that yeah if you yeah. can't uh <laughs> what is it if you can't Fake it you make it <laughs> If you can't dazzle them with with brilliance, then baffle them with BS. I think is That's the right. phrase That's that I heard right. somebody use multiple times, and I've always been really good at that, quite honestly. But you're up, man. Topic. Let's go. Um, just because I just got some the other night, and I want to talk 
ice cream. Oh, I want some ice. Well, soft serve, but yeah, I want. Oh my god, so bad. But ice we're gonna talk our favorite ice cream flavors, or and I'll even take like you know ice cream on a stick type things or whatever. Milk, Um, milk based or candy. Milk based. Okay. Yeah, no popsicles or fruit stuff. Or like no, no, we're talking milk, dairy based, uh, frozen treats. How about that? Uh, And being that we're both Texas boys. Obviously, there will be some bluebell mentioned. Uh, we're not talking brands; we're just talking like flavors or different things like that. Well, uh, so let's, let's kind of go through like our flavors. Some flavors are specific to bluebell. Is the problem? That's that's, that's what I'm saying. Is bluebell will be mm-hmm. mentioned because we are we are both Texas boys. Now, so. this can be store bought or through some type of a chain or. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just to clarify, yeah, I mean, maybe like I said, we're, yeah, you know, just if, if if it's something that Brahms puts out, and it's a special flavor at oh, Baskin God. Robbins or whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. So, yep. let's go with your number. Let's go with your number. Not number one, but you know, your first. Yeah. Just first in pick. in any order. Okay. So in yeah. any order, simply because this may not be something anybody has heard of, uh, Swan's chocolate almond. Oh. Okay. And it's exactly like it sounds. It's chocolate ice cream with like chipped up almonds in it. Mm, okay. Mm, mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, my number one is gonna be just um, <laughs> a basic dreamsicle. It's the orange popsicle with the vanilla ice cream in the middle. Can't go wrong with a dreamsicle, man. That ice cream, that the vanilla ice cream in the middle, is pretty damn good. Um, Kind of going to go with that. that. Now, does that count? Because that's a that's vanilla ice cream, ice cream in the middle of it. It's got ice cream, but it's it's flavored more by the popsicle on the outside. Yeah, but though. it's got the ice cream in the middle. It's got okay, okay. I'll I'll, I'll take that off the board then. Now, we'll do, now, yeah. no, no. I, I don't mind. I don't mind concede. I mean, we're just having fun. But what yeah. I want to say is, speaking of that, I was watching, and this is why I say, first of all, and we got time to kill, but. Ice cream kills me. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm lactose intolerant because I don't necessarily believe in all this. Oh, I'm gluten intolerant. I'm lactose. I don't right, believe in yeah. I think I think anybody can consume pretty much any natural type products within reason. I think if you eat too much of something or whatever, whatever you know, sure, or yeah. maybe you're not in the best of health or have other issues, things can obviously bother you. Um, but ice cream can, or soft serve or whatever, can milk products, let's just say, can mess with yeah. you. Um, but uh, I was watching a thing on DQ, on Dairy Queen, the other night. Oh, yeah, and sure. About, yeah. And it was about, you know, DQ is franchised out, and the different franchises across the country can have different menus. And yes, did you they know, can, and they do, because there are certain things that I can get in Texas that I cannot get in Arkansas, damn it. Did you know, you know how that you have DQ, you've got, like, chocolate-dipped cones. That's the big thing that almost all of them do, right? Did you know there is a Dreamsicle-dipped cone, soft-term cone? In some franchises, I'm sorry. He's quiet. It is a imagine a outer shell of a dream sickle, right? Okay. In liquid form, like the chocolate that they dip the soft serve yeah. in. 
Okay, and they so take, it's an ice cream cone with the orange dip. With the orange shell. With the orange oh, dreamsicle shell. Oh, my. That might be a little right? bit heavy. Right. Now, I have never in my life, and I have eaten at a ton of Dairy Queens. I don't even say DQ. That's how OG I am. But I have eaten at a ton of Dairy Queens. I have never once seen the dreamsicle cone. But, oh, my God, if I ever find one. Like, I'm having it. Yeah. No, I, that's that's solid. Yeah. And that's why that's I said I, I would have probably allowed that on the list because it, it kind of made us made me think about that and throw yeah. that out there. Maybe somebody out there knows uh, a place that has it around where they live, and that'll at least give us some they idea. Do not have it. The Dairy Queen that's you know the close to me is about half an hour. Right. Uh, they do not have that at that one. Trust me, I would have know about it. Right. For sure. Um, all right. What's your second one? Man, golly, it's all going to be, it's, it's after this, it's like almost all freaking bluebell, to be honest. With I you. know, right? Um, I'm going to go, uh, man, this is going to sound weird, and it's fairly new. Mm -hmm. uh, I And here's why. Well, I'll tell you why after I tell you what it is. Bluebell, uh, for those that like floats, you're welcome. Bluebell Dr. Pepper float. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Now, mm -hmm. now here's why. And it's new. I'm talking about new. Uh, growing up, we, uh, and up until my grandmother, I don't know, quite a few years ago, passed away. Uh, we had uh, Sunday at, at minimum. If, you know, we didn't spend all week or whatever when we was really small. Uh, mm -hmm. We would have Sunday lunch at my grandmother's. And up until, again, my grandmother died, my grandfather, all you had to do was say something about a Dr. Pepper float. And he would go in there literally and scoop the Bluebell homemade vanilla ice cream out of the bucket, put it yep. in a cup, pour a little Dr. Pepper in there and mix it up like a blended type mm. float. Right? Uh, oh, my God. So I had, I've had Dr. Pepper floats with Bluebell homemade ice cream, homemade vanilla, as long as I can remember, right? So yeah. when I hear when I hear Bluebell is releasing a freaking gallon bucket of Dr Pepper float, I mean, just you can imagine the memories and and like everything. Uh, and I'm throwing that out there and saying because I haven't even tried it yet. <laughs> and like, right. yeah, no, no, I hear um, you. I'm throwing that into the mix. Number one to get it out there, but number two, uh, if I see it, it's kind of like the orange dreamsicle cone thing. Uh, yeah. if, I, if I see it, there's a bucket probably coming home with me. Yeah. Um, my my second one, since you brought up the float, I'm just going to go with the classic root beer float. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to put a caveat. a and is great, uh -huh. but my favorite is with Barks root beer. A Barks root beer float is incredible. Yeah. I'll tell you what's even better. Have you ever had any, uh, have you ever had actual rear, real root beer in a float? Uh, no. Uh -uh. So there is, and before cough, cough and all that shut basically the world down, uh, right. there, you know, there were fairs and festivals and stuff all the time. And some of that's starting to come back. Thank goodness. But there is, I think it's called Zelmer's and mm -hmm. it's a, the guy has several little, uh, uh, food trailer type things, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Fairly small company, and it's Zelmer's Root Beer, 
and it's homemade, actual homemade, like real oh, root beer. We're not talking about from a can, folks. If you've ever had real root beer, you know what I'm talking about. And it's real well, root I've beer. I've had real root beer, just not on a and float. So, I, it sounds yeah. bad, but I don't know if I'd waste it on a float. And so you know he saying? does, yeah, he does, well, uh, it's worth it. He does yeah. root beer. You can get, you know, cold root beer. You can get uh, root beer in a, like a frozen mug. Uh, you can get, uh, and it costs quite a bit extra because of the mug. But you sure. you can get uh, you, can keep, uh, you get to keep the mug. <laughs> you can yes, you do. Actually, you do, and you get nice. and you get cheaper and you get cheaper refills if you bring it when you go to the next fair or festival or whatever. Any of their cups, if you spend the extra money, their float cup is the same way. Um, so if you get the big cup anyway, so sure. uh, slushy root beer slushies basically, uh, and then root beer floats. Now he does one hundred percent use. Bluebell homemade vanilla ice cream. He does not use anything else with the Bluebell floats, but so uh, got, or with so he's, the he's got class. Floats. He's he's classy guy. But yeah, yeah. but it's tr true root beer, not mass produced, bottled up, you know, by some yeah. big corporation root beer. And oh my God, is it amazing? And the float is where it's at, quite honestly. Yep, absolutely. Yep, can't go wrong with a good root beer float. Uh, yep. What's your number three? <sighs> number three. Um, I think it's fair to say that both of ours are probably going to be bluebell from here on out. <laughs> so number, yeah, number three, I've got, so I've got three, two, and one basically, right, or three, four, yeah. and five. You know how you look at it. So yeah, I've got three. Yeah. Counting this one, I've got three because I've got to save. Left. I've got to save at least one spot, and it's yeah. going to be like a no-brainer. Um, yeah. Man, I, you know what? It's, it's really, it's really, really, really hard to beat. OG Bluebell, just straight up strawberry, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Straight up yeah. strawberry. It's hard to beat. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, my my favorite Bluebell, I'm not going to put this on the list because I've got other things I want to talk about for specific reasons, but my favorite, just basic, like nothing on it, just scoop it out of the Bluebell thing and put it in a bowl, is just regular old chocolate chip. Like just, just regular old chocolate chip. Uh, that's not gonna be my number three. It's just gonna be like something throwing out there is is chocolate chip. Uh, simple. I remember growing up with my dad eating chocolate chip ice cream. So I, I get just a basic, you know, the basic thing. You know, uh, my number three. I'm gonna throw it out there. It's probably my number one. It should be the number one thing ever in the world. But I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out there. I'm gonna say it's it's gotta be the Wendy's Frosty. That's my number one. But I'm gonna throw it. Just, I'm not even putting this in order. But the Wendy's Frosty. Anyone yeah. that doesn't say anything about the Wendy's Frosty, then you just don't know what you're talking about. And that's its own thing, right? Like it that's, it's its that's, own thing. It's not really ice cream. It's not really. It's like a milkshake. Yeah, what it's, is, it's a what frosty. Is it? It's like yeah. it's a frosty. It's literally a frosty. Yeah, um, it's, it, it is not a milkshake. Anyone tells you it's a milkshake doesn't yeah. know what they're talking about. <laughs> that or they that or they 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 need to seek some mental help. Because Maybe, how they yeah. can how they can let it sit there long enough for it to become liquid enough to suck it through a straw. And by the way, I'm not going to lie. When it turns liquid, it might be even better. I'm just it, saying. Well, it's, it, it's very yeah, well could be true. <laughs> um, now, for those that have not done it, uh, a hot, fresh Krispy Kreme donut yes. dipped in a Wendy's Frosty, um, you will probably get instant 
diabetes from it, but, um, but it will be it's well worth it. It's worth a toe or two. I can, I, if, I can you're, if you're going to die, that's the way to go. Who like, needs, seriously. who needs the pinky toe? I mean, let's be, honest. that's right. That's right. That's right. So, that's right. Yeah. Uh, your fourth pick or whatever. You got two left. You know, I'm going to go. Yeah. You hit us with the frosty, which was a, was a pretty, uh, solid, pretty solid thing there. So we're talking about confections count and all of that, right? Yeah, yeah sure. As long as it's I'm gonna dairy go, based. dude. Cold, cold dairy based treats, dude. Ice cream sandwich, right? Like, oh yeah. Now, do you sandwich. go with like the vanilla, or are you going with the Neapolitan, or what are you going I with? Prefer. I like either the um, man. They've got one like a, the Mississippi mud. Oh sure, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Uh, the Mississippi Bud's great, but I mean, just the OG vanilla and chocolate, man. Um, and especially like Blue again, Bluebell. We're going to bring up Bluebell. We need a sponsorship oh, yeah. for this one. You but they make the mini bar. You know what I mean? The mini bars. You oh, know yeah. what we're talking oh, about? Yeah. Where it's smaller. Two, bite, two bites and you're done with them. Yeah, maybe three. Buddy. Yeah, maybe three. But the little smaller ones, and those don't melt. You can get those down before they actually melt or whatever. This is true. This um, is true. And plus, if you're watching your girlish figure, you know, you can kind of control your intake on those a little more, too. Or if, like I'm saying, like with me, if I eat too much dairy or whatever, sometimes it'll mess with mm -hmm. me. But uh, so usually I think the mini moo bars or something is what they call them or some crap like yeah. that. But yeah, um, but yeah the, just an OG ice cream sandwich. And there's a bunch of different ways you can go with that. Uh, there's a bunch of different brands and whatnot that I've seen yeah. that are out there that yeah. have harder you know, I'll, I'll take, eat, the, I'll take you know. the generic Walmart brand one. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. But then some of them have a soft cookie, and then some mm -hmm. of them have a more crispy, crunchy cookie. I and, like a softer cookie. You know, myself. I do, too. I do, too. I think it pairs with the ice cream better. Mm -hmm. uh, the hard ones tend to tend to squeeze the ice cream out, and I don't I don't, I don't like that as much. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, my... my fourth pick or my number two pick whatever i don't you know really go in order um i'm gonna go with so i have a caveat with this it's mint chocolate chip from bluebell okay oh yeah oh yeah but i have a caveat with this in milkshake form i'll make milkshakes with the mint chocolate chip and it's about as good as it gets there you go uh, I do. Go. I do about. I'll fill up the blender. You know, about halfway up with ice cream. Put some milk in there. Blend it all up, and I'll have me a mint chocolate chip milkshake, and it is scrumptious. And now, now I can eat the mint chocolate chip no problem by itself. It's wonderful. Um, right. But I, if, if you put it in milkshake form, even Baskin Robbins has a pretty good mint chocolate chip milkshake. So I, I'm all down for a mint chocolate chip milkshake for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Klondike Bar has been mentioned out there several times. I'm not a big Klondike Bar fan. Guy. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I, I like an Eskimo pie. And that's Love me an Eskimo pie. That's essentially what a Klondike Bar is. I don't but, know if that's but a the southern Klondike thing or a different. Texas thing to call it an Eskimo pie, but that's what we yeah. always call it. The Klondike, to me. the Klondike Bar is a little – What's the word? 
I want to say Big, a thicker. Maybe? I don't want to say a thicker yeah. ice cream or a, a denser ice cream, but a Klondike yeah. bar seems like it's a denser type ice cream. It Almost like melt. it's frozen yogurt consistency, but it's it not frozen yogurt. You know? yeah, it doesn't melt as fast, blah, blah, blah. The chocolate coating is more of a dark chocolate flavor. Dark chocolate, and, and I'm not a huge dark chocolate person. And, yep. it's and it's definitely thicker. It's definitely yep. thicker. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem with the Klondike. Same, same thing like with those Dove bar it. things. They're kind of like a, a Klondike. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the Dove bars either, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll eat them. I will. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to turn them down. But I don't, I'm not going to go buy them and I'm look not gonna for buy them. A box. Yeah, I'm not going to go buy a box. Not if they're sitting next to some Bluebell uh, whatever, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Damn straight. So, I don't even know what's um, everywhere else. Yeah, your last one, whether it's number, you know, your, your last, last one, number Man, one or whatever. Is, yeah, this is tough, but since I've only got one last pick, you know, I got to stay true to the OG and just say Bluebell homemade vanilla, period. Okay. End I was expecting to hear you. a little uh, Whataburger chocolate shake in there somewhere. I was Man, but that's a, that's more of a concoction to me than a. I get it, know. but we're still talking. It's, it's a dairy based. It's a good, it is. I mean, there's some, there's some different things. I mean, you know, you've got, um, you've got that. Yeah. The, the Whataburger chocolate shake, uh, definitely a solid one. Um, the crunch bar from Bluebell, which is, a Ooh, almost like a, it's an Eskimo, Eskimo pie, but it's in like a, like a Nestle crunch. Nestle's crunch yeah. 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 Uh, the Chris Rice oh. in it. Those are, those are pretty banging. Um, and then anytime we talk ice cream, my mom's homemade ice cream, homemade vanilla, like, is yeah. off the freaking chain <laughs> good. And it doesn't matter if you make a float or a sundae or a malt or, like, what you – or just eat it with a spoon, like, or put yeah. fruit. Whatever, you, it doesn't matter. It's 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 My mom's homemade ice cream is just freaking – it's heaven. God, so good. Uh, but that's not from a chain or anything like that, of yeah. course, or you, know, you can't readily yeah. go get it. Uh, but um, – yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, stay true to the OG. I mean, I can sit and eat, yeah, uh, you know, bluebell homemade vanilla, and if that's all I had the rest of my life, I'd be happy. Sure. Gotta be honest, I'd be happy. Yeah. I can add enough stuff to that, or use that yes, in you, enough you stuff. Can, that, you can use that as a base for so yep. many things. Yep, exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Put a brownie, uh, put a warm brownie. Oh here God! Can you can you imagine a big a dollop? Of, oh my God! On a warm brownie. It's not as good as it's about as good as it Ooh, gets. That's tough, man. That's tough. It is tough. That's a tough one. That might be the best dessert ever. Just saying. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw my because I just thought about it and how I didn't think about it earlier. So I'm going to throw my honorable mention out there first. Uh, you're talking about the, the crunch bar. And I was like, oh my God, how did I forget this? I love these things. The drumsticks, the cones with like the nuts on top. Oh, the, yeah. The, you know, the drumsticks are pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, but my number one. And I don't know if they were a Dallas thing, a Texas thing, a nationwide thing. I don't know. And they haven't been around in a while. But my favorite ice cream treat, if you will, of all time is when I was a kid, we used to eat the hell out of these things. And they were like the Mickey Mouse ice creams. It was shaped like Mickey Mouse with the ears. It was, it was dipped chocolate in the ice cream. It had chocolate and vanilla in there. Uh, but I don't, do you remember that? Do you remember the Mickey Mouse ice cream? Um, on a I remember what you're saying, and it was not, it was not 
the taste was unique. Yeah. I remember the taste being unique. It was not. Now, I've often wondered, and I haven't tried a wide variety, but um, for a for some time, there was a, uh, and yes, this is a thing here in Texas and, and maybe elsewhere, I don't know. There was a Mexican ice cream shop uh, mm -hmm. next to you know my store, uh, my shop there in town. And I, I tried a lot of different things from there. Are you talking about a Mexican shop that sells dairy products? That's an inside joke for anyone else out yeah, there. Yeah, well, it. yes. Yeah. I mean, they, they, more than that, they had popsicles and other things, but they did a lot yeah. of weird. They do a lot of weird stuff, man. They put like pepper and stuff and like cayenne pepper on top of their ice creams and their what and the their heck? like. Yeah, it's weird. They put they put some okay. like spicy oranges and tangerines in there or something. It's really this some it's some interesting stuff if you've never had it. I will say that, but they have some stuff, and I've never I never tried it. But they have some really oddball shapes, and they really do a lot of, like, they have stuff in the shape of SpongeBob and stuff in the shape of superheroes. Like, you know, I've seen a Spider-Man one time, and um, they do a lot. It's just interesting, just the variety of different things that they got going on in those ice cream shops or confection, whatever, frozen confection shops, whatever you call them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've often wondered if they didn't have something that, that was similar, because I know what you're talking about. And I remember it being a unique taste. It was not like you you eat an Eskimo pie, which is kind of like what it was. It was like chocolate. It was chocolate ice cream or vanilla ice cream, but it wasn't like it was a little different. It was great. Yeah, it was. And I remember. Oh man, it was so good. And I, I wish they still made yeah. those. Man, I remember. Yeah. I you know I always start eating the ears off, and then I yeah. work the rest yeah. of the head. But uh, it sounds kind of demented. But you know, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. good stuff. Um. Yeah. Um. Ice cream can't go wrong, especially when it's gonna be 195 degrees for the next week. Right. Um. So go get yourself some ice cream. Uh. Real quick before we we go on to our next segment, brought to you by our friends at Taurus. We'll talk about Taurus in a second. Here in a few minutes, uh, we'll give you about a minute or so for out there. If you're in the live chat, go ahead. If you haven't said anything yet, go ahead and say something, anything, whatever. Um, in the chat, so we're going to be drawing the um, the person who's going to give us our random topic right now. So Clover's going to bring that up. So we're going to give you about thirty seconds or so. We got thirty-one entries. Uh, yeah, so if do. you're out there and you haven't said anything, go ahead and say something. And uh, when we draw that, then we'll talk a little bit of our friends over at um, at Taurus. But before we do that, if you're listening to the podcast form of this. Maybe you're listening to the Self-Defense Radio Network or the Firearms Radio Network. Uh, go check out your favorite pro-gun, pro-two-way podcast over on Self-Defense Radio Network and the Firearms Radio Network as well. Uh, Clove, you want to go ahead and see uh, who we got out there? Yeah, we got. First of all, Mike says, "What would you do for a Klondike bar?" I or wouldn't even Klondike get up out of. Bar. I wouldn't even get up out of my chair. Quite honestly, Mike. I'm not going to lie. Uh, when it comes down to Wednesday or Thursday, <laughs> when it's like 104 without the heat index, I would do pretty much whatever for any cold. Uh, cold. Well, yeah, this is true. <laughs> this is true. It was 107, I think, or eight today without the uh, index. Uh, here yeah. we go. We're going to spin that wheel. Speaking of, all right. So, so uh, if your name gets picked, uh, give us a topic pretty quickly. Quickly respond. Quickly give us a topic, and we will oh move on. Lord, Chase, oh this is going to be fun. So Chase should be listening. Uh, you would think, oh since Lord. EAA powers the show, 
he has to keep us in check and uh, make sure that uh, oh, they get their money. Very worth. badly. This could go but, very uh, badly. Chase out there has the uh, topic. You got to figure he's out there somewhere. So yeah, while uh, Chase with EAA gives us the topic, we'll talk about Taurus. <laughs> yeah, you guys know that we're we're both fans of Taurus, and uh, this is kind of ironic that. Chase is going to give us the topic, and we're going to talk about Taurus. Uh, I have a feeling this clip might get taken and put um, on a desk tomorrow, you know? <laughs> <I'm interested. laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> hey, you know what? They both know the score. When we when we had the uh, proposals for the sponsorship, they both That's knew right. what was going on. So, you know. And, and to be fair, they were both pleasantly fine with each other. Um, sponsoring they they didn't neither one of these companies had issues with it so right right i hadn't seen him comment yet so if you don't comment in a couple of minutes we'll we'll redraw just you so might have, we that. might have dodged a bullet no pun intended you know? right right now, but yeah Toy Curry says ghost always sounds disappointed with the winner no i just know certain people's mindsets and it could get really weird <laughs> well i'm about ready to, to draw to spin again let's just yeah, spin go again. for it he should have done we, we dodged the bullet we dodged we the bullet. uh we don't have time to just sit and wait but uh while we do that we can uh maybe move on to uh to our, we'll there's chase though oh chase did okay uh, Mother has to defend why the brother pico is the greatest pistol ever ghost has to defend why it's not okay okay i cool. mean that's Valid. That's, valid. I mean, that is valid. But first, not, we. That's uh, not that difficult for me to do. I'm not a big fan of the Pico. So. Yeah. I do like 380s. I do like, you know, what those, they call them micro 380s. You know, I, I do like those. I'm just, I'm just, I'm a Beretta guy. I'm just. Well, I have to defend the Pico. You have to defend the Pico, and I have to defend why it's not good, correct? Oh, why right, it's I'll not let you, good. I'll oh. let you go ahead and, and say why it's good then. And it shouldn't be that hard because maybe not the Pico, but you you are a fan of the Micro 380s. And it does the Pico, I think, does come in 9, too, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong about that. I think it does come in 9. But it's mostly known for that I know it for a 380. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll let you. Let's, let's go to base style. So I'll let you have the first argument. Uh, it's chambered in 380. What better, you know, caliber for personal defense, period. I mean, it says it right there on the uh, website, the most conciliable, you know, caliber for personal defense and home protection. So there you go. I mean, you can trust everything Beretta says. We know this. Beretta's awesome. They're, they're, uh, they're taking over the world. They are taking say. over the world, according some to some say. people. Some might some say. Yeah. say. Um, the, the, the bad thing about this gun is, um, for such a small gun, the trigger weight is the same amount as the actual weight. It's an actually heavy gun for, uh, a little, um, 380. It's, 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 it's so, not heavy, heavy. Let's not get it mistaken, but it's heavier than one thinks. Uh, and when you're talking about these micro, you know, micro compact 380s and all that, we know one thing: terrible trigger pull. Um, and let's just be honest: the Pico ranks up there with one of the worst trigger pulls. Once again, love Beretta. Terrible trigger, terrible. When I when I was when I bought my um, what do you call it? Um, 
Oh crap! What's the little three eighty that I got? Uh, the Smith and Wesson. Is it the bodyguard? I think it's the bodyguard. Yeah, it's the bodyguard. It was. Be- it came down between the bodyguard, the Pico, and um, an LC um, LCP. And I'm not gonna lie. Like the Pico was the worst of the three, um, and especially I'm a Beretta guy, but it's definitely the worst of the three. That trigger pull is is terrible. Really, 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 really bad. Uh, do you have another argument for? Yeah, I've got. Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, the name, right? It's. I live in Texas, and the name is Pico. Come on. Okay. Obviously, obvious, obviously, we have to love it. <laughs> it's Pico. Come on. Yeah. Um. So I got to go with another one saying how why it's not. Um. One more, and then we'll do some closing arguments, I guess, on it. All right. Um, one more bad one. Um, honestly, it's ugly. This, it, to me, it's an ugly gun. I mean, that, I know that's not an art, but we talked about this on, on the Armed Citizen podcast last week, and looks do play a big role in deciding whether you like a gun, right? You've got to like the looks of it, or or what are we talking about the rest of it? To me, the Pico is just an ugly gun. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know, the redhead stepchild of like a PPK almost. It's kind of got a, you know what I'm saying? That's but it's not, not fair you said that about the time John uh, jumped into the, the side chat. Oh, well, you know, bastards out there. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, P says Pico is modular. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so closing arguments, I guess. Okay. Um, uh, your closing argument, counsel? All right. So, you know, the Beretta Pico, I mean, first of all, it's from Beretta. We know Beretta is sure. taking over the world. I mean, that's sure. the fact. Nobody can dispute that that fact and that argument. Uh, the longest-running firearms and arms uh, dealer company, family-owned and everything else uh, ever on the planet to ever exist and still going. They would never lie to us. The Italians would never lie to us. They would never do us wrong. We know that. Uh, and they're they're literally taking over the world. So you know uh, mm, that that coupled with a, that coupled with the fact that 380 is so apparent and and obviously the best choice for. Uh, your personal protection and has been since its inception uh, many, many, many decades ago. Those that don't think so, um, well, you know, I, you know, those that don't think so, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you're, you, 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 you drank the Kool-Aid, uh, I guess, you know, you, you think that uh, you've, you've got to have something bigger. I don't know. Maybe it, it insults your manlyhood or something, or you're compensating with the bigger calibers of cartridges. I, I don't know, but that could be a problem uh, or could be the issue there, uh, your mm-hmm. honor. Uh, and then third, I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Um, the pores really don't need firearms anyway. And so, you mm-hmm. know, why not have sure. it built by Beretta? And then the poors aren't able to afford it anyway. And then there we go. Only mm. the people that really can, you know, afford to have the nice toys and play with nice stuff. Well, that's the only people that's going to carry the Pico. <sighs> and I yield the floor. I'll yield the floor to uh, the gentleman from Arkansas so at this point. The, the prosecution risks. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. My fellow colleague, Clover Tech, has presented his case. 
but what you have noticed that he has brought no substance to this argument. He has brought a lot of smoke and mirrors, throwing out fancy words with deep concealment, uh, Italian mar uh, craftsmanship, uh, 380. He's bringing up these terms that make it sound something that it's not. Um, we all know that Beretta is one of the oldest and most revered product companies in the world. But ladies and gentlemen of the jury, do not let this man pull the wool over your eyes. I have one, one thing and one thing only. I want everyone to close your eyes and think of that horrible situation that you might have to use your concealed carry gun. And I ask you this, is this the gun that you want? My only argument in closing, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the Beretta Pico is no longer in production. I rest my case. Well, you know, if the Pico don't fit, you must have quit, I guess. Uh, <laughs> That's right. If it was that good of a gun, they'd still be in production. I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Thanks, was Chase. Fun. Was good. Chase that scared was me there for a minute. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I but, got uh, a little nervous when his name popped up. I'm not going to lie, man. But so that was the, uh, yeah, that was the viewer topic uh, segment uh, brought to you, powered by our buddies over at Taurus. We didn't talk about them uh, too much, but uh, man, revolver semi-autos, I mean, really cranking up the revolver games. So they, sure yeah, now they've got access to shotguns in their family under, under their umbrella, if you will. They you do, know. The, the Rossi and the Heritage, and, and they're bringing in. You know the revolvers with that they're bringing uh they're yep. breaking up the lever actions and just a lot of cool stuff uh over there with taurus so thanks to uh them you guys have a uh, segment that you can play around if you're live if you're in replay listen to this again finger wag and shame on you you should be here so uh yeah we can uh i guess we can start shutting this one down then huh yeah, what you got? You got anything going on this week? I know that you got the podcast, uh, the, the the late the late year. I don't know the the fall season. I'm not sure what you're calling it, but you're getting yeah. close within the next month or so, aren't you? We are. Um, you know, I've been busy like you have. Uh, well, not like you have, but I've been. You've been super freaking swamped and overwhelmed and busy, and I have too in different ways. But we've both been that way. Um, by nine o'clock each day, which is incredible. oh, dude, I think I've had six hours of sleep in three or four days at this point. It's insane, and probably be another all nighter tonight. But um, yeah, the podcast we're scheduling that out, getting that uh, working. Most that uh, follow, you know, what I'm what I'm doing over there on the channel, they know that since the first of the month, the laptop's been down. That's the primary uh, source of most of the content, the regular videos you see, uh, hopefully in the next week that's resolved. And I kind of said that when it went down, like first of the month's a bad time of the month, uh, toward yeah. the end of the month is probably going to be when I'm able to really do something about it. Um, and it looks like that's, that's the way it's going to happen. But yeah, I think, um, I think September 6th is the first episode right now. We're looking at 14, possibly 16 episodes, uh, got a lot of cool guests as usual, and um, yeah, we're staring down the barrel of TriggerCon soon. And TriggerCon's uh, a month Wanamaker, away, man. Yeah, Wanamaker Tulsa Arms Show, and there's just so much, uh, so much happening, and so much, uh, yeah, so much going on. But um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. 
Uh, it does look like the, the jury came uh, and the verdict was uh, the Pico is not a good gun. So I won that case. But it looks like Clover, I hate to say this, Beretta has appealed, but has hired Gizzard Gary as his attorney for the appeal. And he might win because he puts out there Beretta Pico. At least it's not the Altar. That, that I think might, he might yeah. he, he might he might win the appeal on that. It's not the Altar. Well, okay. at the at the very least, deferred adjudication. I would think. Right. I would say yeah. I, I would say yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, that's a solid argument, Gary. It's a solid argument. Uh, as far as us, man, uh, I'm just trying to get through this month. Um, you will not. Uh, you'll see me Tuesday night. You'll see me Tuesday night. You're basically uh, in Super Bowl week of your of your yeah the next life. after Tuesday <laughs> I'll this week is is this is not an exaggeration I will work about 125 hours uh, Monday through Sunday so um, it's going to be brutal um, but it's also going to be fun I get to see a lot of friends and people I don't get to see but maybe once or twice a year uh, but I'm going to be busy I will have the show Tuesday as long as I'm awake if you, if I don't go live. You'll know what's up. I'm probably asleep. Um, there is a possibility that you might see me on the Clover Tax channel tomorrow night, possibly. Man, how did so, I miss? I'm glad you brought that up. How did I miss I'm, that? You know, I'm, I'm oh, here for you, man. I'm, I'm here to tired, help you out. bro. Like, I'm freaking tired. Yeah, tomorrow night, uh, we can put that out. We talked about the Fires Radio Network. Uh, they've got a bunch of new patches for the Fires Radio Network that they want us to give away to some fine folks out there in the audience. So it's been a while since we played it. Ghost remembers, and a lot of you watching oh, yeah. it now and listening remembers playing Wheel of Infringement Jeopardy. And so we're going to play... A round of Wheel of Infringement Jeopardy tomorrow night over on the main uh, CloverTech channel. Uh, 8 Eastern is when that kicks off. So get there early uh, and uh, hopefully you can uh, win you one of those brand new hot off the, uh, not super hot because they're PVC, they'd burn your uh, skin, but hot off the presses or the whatever. Um, Fire Radio Network patches. Man, thanks for bringing that up because I almost yeah, forgot. But yeah, Ghost yeah. is going to be my Vanna White, apparently, for Yes, I am. I, I, I've got the dress and heels already ready to go. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward. I, I only get to bring the dress and heels out a few times a year, uh, and this is one of them. So I'm looking forward to, to being a drag queen tomorrow night, if nothing else. But uh, no. Uh, like I said, thank you guys for always for watching and listening to us make idiots and fools of ourselves. This is something that uh, we enjoy doing. Uh, but thank you for supporting Clover and myself, like I said earlier, whether it's on Patreon, channel memberships, you know, using our affiliate links, our Amazon links, hell, just watching our stuff, commenting, sharing, just being a part of the conversation is really, really important. If you are watching this in replay or listening to a podcast, the conversation does not have to stop. Go ahead and utilize the comment section and let us know what you think. Maybe some topics that you guys might want to hear. More importantly, if you're listening to this in podcast or watching a replay, join us in two weeks from tonight at 9 Eastern, 8 Central for the live recording. Get involved with the live. There's some great people that are always over here. Great conversations going on. You never know. You might meet some new friends. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, thanks, as always, for watching and listening. Chloe, you got anything? No falafel for you. No falafel for you. And I'm going to sit there and say, talk to me, Goose. Peace out. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Maybe some topic ideas, all that stuff. Thank you for supporting my channel, Ghost Tactical, and Clover's channel, Clover Tech. And thank you for supporting our sponsors as well. Make sure to go check out both of our websites, ghosttactical.us and clovertech.com. Once again, thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.